Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I want to talk about was just before we, we got to the break, you spoke about the headlines and you spoke about David Warner and all the con controversy around David Warner and there's been a lot said from his side and from his manager's side. I just don't know why Cricket Australia do this to themselves because why have they not named the two officials um, that actually went No, that went was his manager. That was his manager. It was unfounded. Um, you know, it's been, been claimed it's unfounded. It's pretty, it's pretty a bit of a low blow to just throw everyone at Cricket Australia under the bus, isn't it? I'm not sure it helps the situation. It doesn't cover the Warner Camp and glory here. And I know he's a rather unsympathetic figure, and um, I'm probably on an island uh, with this. I'd love to get our listeners' thoughts on 0800-150-811. But you know what this all stems from, Grant? And I, I said this to Ricardo yesterday on the panel. I'm strident in this belief. They've created Rod for their own back because they banned him for life. Banned him for life from a leadership position, which I just think is ridiculous, um, especially in these sporting contexts. Banning anyone for life? What you, you actually wanted to bring about positive change the way Australian cricket actually went about things. Well, wouldn't you provide some sort of a carrot for some form of rehabilitation? And I think over the last couple of years since that, David Warner has pretty much kept his nose clean, hasn't he? Well, I, I wonder if this has come off the back of Steve Smith being given the captaincy, where David Absolutely. Warner looks at it and goes, well, hang on a second. You know, um, he was involved as well. And I think that the, the big question mark for me is is not so much around, you know, everything that's happened with David Warner and his isolated, um, you know, issue. I think when this happened, Sandpaper Gate, you'd have to ask yourself, surely the bowlers knew what was going on when they got a ball that, you know, after 15 overs and you, you started on middle and leg and it, you know, swings down leg for five wides and you go, Hey, of course uh, they knew, Grant. It's, Come it's on, reversing. you know that. And another thing I said, you said, why didn't they all front then after Cape Town and say, yeah, we were all involved here, all take a couple of game uh, suspension, and in a lot of ways the issue's buried rather than three guys at the pointy end copying these, I think, really harsh penalties. You know, A lifetime ban for, uh, and I know it's not like for like because it was about uh, you know how he conducted himself on the field, the, you know, the lies and the immediate aftermath. Uh, but but on the field itself, the ICC only judge ball tampering as a two-game suspension. Well, is that is that not the issue here? Is that Warner's taken the the fall for a, a lot of those players? He probably feels that and and harbors all those ill feelings because when you when you decide that you want to try and get the ball to reverse swing, you will decide it as a team. You go, hey guys, let's get this ball into the dirt. So you're actually you're collect the ball and you'll try and get it seam up on your fingers and then you'll throw it sideways so that you get it on the rough side of the ball and you scuff it up on the on the deck. And a lot of umpires will allow that if you're in the 30-yard circle. But if you're mm -hmm. in the outfield, you can bounce it into the keeper. So as a team, you start working on that ball in a way. Well, obviously not with sandpaper, but you start working on it in a natural way to try and uh, depreciate the, the rough side so you can get it almost fluffy 
And if you get that fluffy leather, then it starts reversing. Um, now, as a team, surely they made the decision, whether it was captain, whether it was Dave Warner, someone said, right, we're not going to win this test if we don't get the ball reversing. Let's get it reversing. And as a team, you know that because you have to look after the ball. You have to keep it dry and you also have to try and throw it into the dirt um, on the correct side. It makes zero sense you don't tell your bowlers, right? It makes zero sense. It would be, it would be the worst bit of cheating in sport if you don't tell your bowlers that's what you're doing, right? So um, we, we all know. Uh, it walks like a duck. It sounds like a duck. It looks like a duck. What is it, Grant? Yeah, it's, it, a, it's a reverse it's a, swinging it's duck. A duck. And as yeah, a, a reverse swing. <laughs> and as a as a bowler, you need to know that the ball is reversing, or you're trying to reverse it because you have to, you know, direct the ball. If you're swinging it in um, for an in swinger, obviously it reverses and goes away. So you, for accuracy, you need to know that the ball is reversing. Yeah, but to your point about uh, making um, your own bed on this. Uh, this latest chapter of this very, very, um, you know, hotbed topic. And listeners, 0800 love to get your perspective. Uh, feel free to join Grant and I. If you've got a question, if you've got a comment, now is your chance. But the suggestion that this hearing to see if, you know, there's been enough acts of contrition that he's learned from his mistakes, he's remorseful, um, that he's, um, you know, ready to be considered, even though I don't think he's ever going to be considered because I don't think he is captain material, in my humble opinion. Uh, I wouldn't give him... Um, uh, the captain's armband, even though they don't do that in um, in, in cricket. But the, the notion of having this notion of having this open hearing, having it as an open hearing, what what purpose would that have served? Ultimately, well, um, Warner and his camp have seized this an opportunity to say, no, we're not interested. We'll open old wounds and and try to get some sort of sympathy from it. Well, I mean, I, I do. I like what Warner said around, I don't want to drag my family through this again. He's obviously gone through a torrid time. Um, and as I said, it's like, well, he's the one that's getting dragged through this. But in actual fact, it should be the whole team. You know, he probably feels that, you know, we did this as a team. You know, whether you're the, the one that's actually using the sandpaper, I'm pretty sure that, you know, th there would have been people in the, the change room that knew about that and didn't stop it at that time. So, um I, I like the fact that he's turning down, you know, an open discussion because, you know, why? Why open the old wounds? He's taken the fall. He's got his punishment. Why go through this whole thing again? And w with uh, him being a leader, he has led the Hyderabad Sunrisers in the IPL. And I think what David Warner, as a leader, he leads by actions in terms of the runs on the, uh, the board. And he's obviously a very aggressive player. And I think, you know, as a leader, he would hopefully bring that out in the players. But I think that that leadership armband, um, as you called it, has has gone. He, he's not going to get a leadership position again. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. 0800 You can text us, double eight double three on the uh, Bedpost Temper text machine. A temper and bedpost range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. Uh, double eight, double three. That's how you get your messages uh, through your take on uh, the latest chapter of this David Warner versus uh, Cricket Australia. Uh, really interested to get your perspective. We'll have more uh, cricket conversation later this hour in our regular segment uh, with PGG Rights and looking at uh, a variety of cricketing topics. If you've got a question also, uh, you can uh, contribute fire those through to double eight, double three. Uh, one message here, um, bragging about I've got Croatia at 40s and still in the Football World Cup. Yeah, Croatia are in the Football World Cup. Brazil are out. 
neutrals start complaining. Uh, this was the defining moment. The defender, Marquinhos. He'll take a right-footed shot. Marquinhos, he's hit the post! He's hit the post! And it's out! Brazil have been eliminated! Brazil are gone! It is over! And Croatia live on! Croatia, the masters of the penalty shootouts, have knocked over the Giants. The dream of a sixth star above the crest is over. And Croatia, the giant killers, they have done it again. Croatia progress into the semi-finals. That was a commentary as heard on the SENZ app. You will uh, pick up uh, the dying stages of uh, Netherlands and Argentina on the SENZ, which has been the home of the FIFA World Cup in the second quarterfinal today. It's Netherlands 2, Argentina 2. Uh, the Netherlands scoring 11 minutes into added time to make it to all and send it to extra time. But yeah, five-time champions. Brazil are gone, Grant Elliott. Uh, Croatia... Uh, prior to this tournament, everyone said they were the dark horse. I keep going, how can you be a dark horse when you were finalists four years ago? And a lot of those uh, players are returning. What I so admire about Croatia, Grant, is they're a really limited team, especially in their front line. And I'd love to get the football fans' perspective uh, on this. Is this good or bad? I'm sure the anti-football brigade uh, will complain because Croatia had one shot on goal and 120 minutes of football. Yeah, that was the 118th minute strike that sent it to penalties, but they've won another penalty shootout. Croatia don't care about your feelings, and I'm here for it. Their front line is limited. They play to their strengths, Grant. Defensively, they're good. I thought Gvardiol, the heart of defence, was just magnificent. Uh, Lovakovic and goal was excellent. And their midfield, you know, were able to control the tempo of that game for so, so long. They, they just don't have the star quality of Brazil. I, I just admire this uh, team's ability to never, never give up, never quit, never never believe they've, they've lost. This, this is a nation of under 4 million people, Grant, who are, go, who are going back to a World Cup semi-final. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal that Croatia have gone through there. And I mean, I, I think last weekend we were talking about how you said this World Cup, it's harder to pick than a broken nose. And, you know, you look at the teams, Morocco versus Spain. I think we, we were talking about um, who was on our show last week where we said, who are the real outsiders that have got a chance? And I think it was at $81 and... Japan, I think, was was picked as maybe a rank outsider, and Morocco was the other one. So you now find Morocco versus Portugal, and England-France, which is happening um, shortly. And I know the Murphy's Bar in Havelock North is firing up for that. They've got bacon booties um, all going going around um, early on in the morning. But um, that, that Croatia-Brazil, that's that's broken a lot of hearts, hasn't it, Daniel? I mean, you've watched a lot of this. But, I mean, how can you actually pick these teams because we spoke about it last weekend and they said football the, the world of football is getting um closer in terms of the best in the world to the the others and we don't see that in test cricket um or in the cricketing landscape but in football we're seeing anyone can beat anyone but it's a sport that lends itself to upsets grant uh you can soak up pressure uh, concede a lot of shot on goals and then go on and win games. If you compare that to uh, a game of rugby league, if you have that much domin uh, dominance, um, you know, cracks the line, you're, you're going to be rewarded with a penalty for a start. You kick a field, kick a field goal if you want. Um, you'll probably win more games than not. Football, 
throws up these results. And you look at the stats of that game, as I mentioned, just one shot on goal and 120 minutes of football for Croatia. Um, Brazil had 11 on goal, had 11 chances. But I, I still didn't trust that forward line. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Richarlison, as you said, a forward doesn't excite me. Uh, I know he scored a wonder goal earlier in the tournament, um, and he's got a pretty good record. But I, I just never felt they were a certainty to progress, um, you know, through to another title, as so many people had it's said. I, I would say there's a lot of very good teams at this World Cup. There's no great side. And when you've got a lot of very good sides, you're going to have some pretty tight, tense games, like we're seeing in the second quarter final today, which is uh, 2-2. They've moved into the second half of uh, that extra time period. Live commentary on the SENZ app if you want to catch the drama. But, um, you know, it makes for wonderful theatre when you don't know the outcomes. Well, I, I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not a massive football head. I don't really know my football as well as you do. But from uh, historically, I always thought, you know, Germany did well in the tournament because they were the, the most sound team defensively. Are we seeing a change in that? Or, or, no, not anymore. But are, the teams that progress, are they the best defensive teams? Or ha, what have you seen strategy-wise with the teams that have been successful? Well, you've always got to be a good defensive side to progress deep into a tournament. That, that's the one thing that you can't be malleable on. That's the one thing you can't... You can't get into, to, um, you know, a gunslinging type of game when you're expected to win four goals to three. You've got to be good at the back. Uh, Croatia, you've got to defend brilliantly, like they did against uh, Brazil. Uh, Brazil, you know, there was a real slice of luck that went against Brazil. It's, it's a shot on goal that hits a defender and goes past Allison and goal. So, um, you know, the gods weren't smiling on them at that front. So you, you need to be very good at uh, defensively. That, that's your first and foremost. If, if you don't concede, you can get through to the quarterfinals. Morocco have conceded one goal at this tournament, which was an own goal. Um, Spain had all that possession, complained mightily at the end of the game, uh, but despite all that possession, they just passed the ball through the middle third of the uh, of the field and are on the fringes. Had two shots on target. The the, so the biggest there's many ways question. to skin a cat. There's many ways to skin a cat. Skin a cat in the sport, and that's what makes it so brilliant. Is you you just can't predict. And there's been so much late drama at this tournament, um, as emphasised by the Dutch's goal eleven minutes into added time to make it to all today. The, the biggest question out there at the moment, though, Daniel, is surely, is it coming home? World Cup final tomorrow morning. There you go. I'll stick my neck out. The World Cup final is tomorrow morning. Whoever wins between France and England wins the World Cup. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. Uh, I mean, England, they always have Disagree a great with following. Me. Disagree with me, audience? Fight me. Fight me on double eight, double three. Go on. <laughs> 